Remember the 90s, when MTV was still all about music videos, when people still bought physical copies of albums, and when legendary musicians like Chris Cornell and Dimebag Daryl still walked the earth? Well, now you can go back to that decade anytime you want, because your favorite 90s radio show, Sounds Like Teen Spirit, is now a podcast too. It's still the best show on KBGA to hear artists like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Sublime, Megadeth, Primus, and more. Again, that sounds like Teen Spirit, now streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and KBGA.org, and broadcasting Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. kicking off this program with Five Lessons Learned off their 1998 album of the same name. Welcome to the award-winning Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. I'm your commemorative host, Ian. This episode you're about to hear marks a very special occasion. You see, today which, in case you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or kbga.org after the fact, is July 19th, 2020, just so happens to be the five-year anniversary of Sounds Like Teen Spirit 2.0, which premiered on this date in 2015. To celebrate, I have put together a playlist consisting almost entirely of songs that have the number five in the title. In fact, the only ones that don't are from the new albums I'm reviewing in this episode, because none of those albums have such a song, of course. In other words, you're going to hear five come up a lot over the next two hours. Can you dig it? Either way, let's begin. This episode features music from the likes of Tupac, Real Big Fish, Bjork, The Flaming Lips, Rob Zombie, Nonchalant, Lenny Kravitz, Guided by Voices, Loonies, and they might be giants. 
Plus, I'm going to be playing one song each off the new Hum album, Inlet, the new Static X album, Project Regeneration Volume 1, and the new Bush album, The Kingdom, which came out on June 23rd, July 10th, and July 17th, respectively. I'll start with Hum. Back in the 90s, Hum was part of a very exclusive club of bands whose sound simultaneously managed to be both uniquely their own and emblematic of 90s rock music in general. Hum set themselves apart from all their shoegazy alt-rock contemporaries by also dabbling in metal, sometimes evoking bands like Fear Factory and Deftones more than they evoked their peers in The Smashing Pumpkins, Dinosaur Jr., or Radiohead. Alas, the band's genius was largely overlooked by music fans of the era. Although Hum had a minor radio hit with the single Stars off their 1995 album You'd Prefer an Astronaut, their critically acclaimed 1998 follow-up album, Downward is Heavenward, failed to generate the career momentum they were hoping for, and the band broke up in 2000. They reunited a handful of times for sporadic performances over the next decade and a half before getting back together for good in 2015. But even then, it didn't seem like the band was inclined to record or release any more new music. Well, guess what? On June 23rd, Hum sent shockwaves throughout the internet by spontaneously releasing Inlet, their first album in 22 years, on Bandcamp without any prior hint or warning. Amid a world that's currently being sodomized by COVID-19, the mere existence of this album would have been pleasant enough a surprise, but Inlet does us one better by being a strong showing for Hum that pretty much picks up right where the band left off over two decades ago. This is both Hum's heaviest and spaciest album to date, which is no small feat given that those two things are almost mutually exclusive. At its heaviest moments, Inlet is downright pummeling. In fact, there were times where I momentarily forgot I wasn't listening to a full-on metal album. And yet, there are pretty much just as many moments where the album settles into a lush, hypnotic trance. Inlet is comprised of eight songs totaling over 55 minutes in length, so yes, some of those songs are rather long. Half of the album's songs eclipse the eight-minute mark, which is kind of unprecedented given that none of the songs on Hum's previous albums ran for much longer than six minutes. That extra bit of running time gives the band more room to experiment or change course, and some songs really try to give us the moon, starting out as one thing and then finishing as something else altogether. The end result is that Inlet ultimately sounds like the Hum you remember, but it also sounds like a hum that has grown and changed over the years and is still continuing to expand their sonic palette. If I had any nits to pick, I suppose that the lengthiness of some songs isn't entirely justified, but it's not necessarily unwelcome either. In closing, Inlet is rather effective at getting across that hum is back, baby, and still very much a force to be reckoned with. If it inspires newcomers to dig into the band's classic 90s output, all the better. Alright, this next track I'm going to play is my favorite off the album, and arguably its heaviest song. The guitar on this one reminds me of mid-90s prong, actually. 
This song is called In the Den. Enjoy!
Head to the east, hit the stroke to nine oh, so we can roll big hashish. I wish I could fade the eight, but I'm no budget. Still rolling the two dough, cut the same old bucket. Foggy window, soggy endo. I'm in the land getting smoke with my kid. Up in smoke, yuck, I spray your layer down. Up in the OAK, the town. Homies don't play around, we down there, blaze a pound. Then ease up, speed up through the ESO. Drink the VSOP up with the lemon squeeze up. And everybody's roller, I'm the roller. That's quick to fold up, blunt out of a bunch of sticky doja. Hold up, suck up my weed, it's all you do, kicking feet. Cause we're IBs, we need to have like a fool fool
Yo, what's up? This is Afro Man. Hey, this is Bass Nectar. We're the Dodging Mountain Man. The Hood Internet. Hey, this is Michael Front. This is Dude F O Infected Mushroom. And we are from the band. And you're listening to KBGA Missoula.
This portion of KBGA is brought to you by Imagination Brewing Company. By supporting over 1,700 community events and its educational center, Imagination brews handcrafted beer to make a positive impact on Missoula and beyond. For more information about what's on tap, weekly live music offerings, or to reserve the center, call 406-926-1251 or visit imaginationbrewing.com.
I was born The day the shot JFK The way you look at me Sucks me down the sidewalk Somebody please Tell this machine I'm not a machine
The Flaming Lips with Five Stop Mother Superior Rain off their 1990 album In a Priest-Driven Ambulance. The Flaming Lips may have just put out a new album last year, but the next one is actually right around the corner. The band's upcoming 16th studio album is titled American Head, and it's scheduled for release on September 11th, 2020. So far, three singles have been released from the album. Flowers of Neptune 6, My Religion is You, and Dinosaurs on the Mountain. Based on these first three songs, it seems to me that the Flaming Lips are still very much on the path to sounding like their regular selves again after dabbling in ambient electronica for a couple albums. These new songs remind me of the band's 1999 album, The Soft Bulletin, and 2002 album, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots, which are both almost always cited among the band's definitive works. However, the limited amount of musical variation between the three singles has me a bit concerned for the album as a whole. If the remainder of the album isn't hiding any inventive surprises, it might not make for a very captivating listen but I'm sure I'll be content as long as it's a return to form. Judging by the album's track listing, cover art, and general vibe given off by its first three singles, it seems American Head is one of those albums that's largely about, and fueled by, drugs. What's more, the album will feature guest vocals from Grammy-winning country singer Casey Musgraves on three of its songs. Right now, the Flaming Lips are tentatively scheduled to play at the Wilma Theater on March 20th of 2021, having postponed the show from its original date of April 15th, 2020 due to COVID. So when the new date finally happens, the Lips will have two new albums to play from since last time they were in Missoula, as opposed to just one. Naturally, you can expect me to review and play some songs from American Head on Sounds Like Teen Spirit once it's released. And of course, I'll be sure to let you all know if the upcoming Missoula show is moved again or outright canceled. Anyway, before the lips, I played 54321 Boom by Public Enemy off their 2002 album Revolver-Lution. High-Fiving MF by Local H off their 1996 album As Good As Dead. Five Minutes Alone by Pantera off their 1997 live album Official Live, 101 Proof. Five of Everything by 311 off their 2014 album Stereolithic. And I Got Five on It by Loonies off their 1995 album Operation Stackola. Once again, you're listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit, 5-Year Anniversary Edition on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. To like the show on Facebook, go to facebook.com SLTS2. Alright, next I'm going to review and play a song off the new Static X album, Project Regeneration Volume 1. Given that Static X frontman Wayne Static passed away in 2014, and that he pretty much retired Static X about a year before that, the prospect of getting a new Static X album seemed downright implausible back in 2018. So naturally, when the surviving original members of Static X announced that they would be putting together a new album using vocal tracks recorded by Wayne before he died, 
The fan reaction was a mixture of excitement and apprehension. On one hand, we'd be getting a new Static X album, the first to feature all four original members since their 1999 debut, Wisconsin Death Trip. On the other hand, they'd be writing new music to go with vocal tracks that were recorded years ago, with basically no input or guidance from the original vocalist. So the number one burning question was, would they be able to make it all sound natural? Well, the road to Project Regeneration Volume 1 was certainly long and full of obstacles. The project was initially set to be released in the spring of 2019, and it ended up blowing past a couple more release windows before finally dropping on July 10th of this year. Ultimately, though, the end result more than justifies the laborious effort that was put forth, and in hindsight, I think we were foolish to even be remotely worried about it in the first place. Project Regeneration Volume 1 sounds like a true blue Static X album, and for the most part, there is no apparent disconnect between the newly recorded instrumental tracks and the vocal recordings left behind years ago. Regarding the vocals, I am happy to report that the late Wayne Static does not disappoint here. This album's got no shortage of Wayne's signature low animal growl that often gives way to a piercing scream by the end of a song, but there's also a surprising amount of clean singing on this disc, inviting comparisons to the band's 2003 album, Shadow Zone. Above all, the vocals heard all throughout the album sound unmistakably like Wayne, and I gotta say, it sure is nice to hear that voice again. Of course, the vocal tracks Wayne left behind were not 100% complete. That would have been nothing short of miraculous if they were. And so, Static X's current touring vocalist, the enigmatic Zero, was tapped to essentially fill in all the blanks on this album. And the fact that I can't seem to distinguish Zero's contributions from Wayne's tells me that Zero did his job well. In fact, there are a few songs on the album that supposedly don't feature Wayne at all, but I think you'd be hard-pressed to correctly guess which ones. Overall, the general sound of this album doesn't recall any previous Static X album in particular. It actually kind of evokes each and every one of them at different points. This has the album feeling almost like a Static X career summation, which incidentally makes it even more effective as a tribute to Wayne Static. So there you have it, folks. We got a brand new Static X album more than five years after Wayne's passing. A proper one, with the original lineup, no less. And as it so happens, it's pretty damn good to boot. Wayne would have been proud of his former bandmates for what they pulled off here, and if the follow-up implied by the album's title is of similar quality, I'm all in. Alright, I wanted to play a song off the album that undoubtedly had Wayne Static's voice and showed it off to great effect, and I feel like I've made the optimal choice here. This next song is called Worth Dying For. Enjoy!
Outside on the 
is God, and whenever I'm in Missoula, which is always because I'm omnipresent, I listen to all the radio stations at the same time, including KBGA. KBGA Missoula, 89.9.
G H I J K B G A L O F O Q S T U V X Y Your Z Voices with Five Degrees on the Inside, off their 2017 album August by Cake. Much has already been made on this program about the improbably high productivity rate of Guided by Voices frontman Robert Polyard. Under his leadership, Guided by Voices have essentially released a new album for every year they've been together, and some years have even gotten two or three new albums. Lately, he's been doing multiple albums a year more often than not, and if you think a global health crisis would slow him down in the slightest, you've got another thing coming. Guided by Voices already released the album Surrender Your Poppy Field back in February of this year, and earlier this month, the band announced their second album of 2020. This next album will be titled Mirrored Aztec, and it's scheduled for release on August 21st. The official press release for the album describes it as being full of, and I quote, clean, confident hooks. A statement that is very much supported by the album's lead single, Haircut Sphinx. This is a punchy, hooky rock song that's a bit more infectious than the average GBV tune, 
and if it's indicative of the rest of the album's general sound, then, well, I'm on board. The press release also names Mirrored Aztec as the 30th Guided by Voices album, even though I referred to Surrender Your Poppy Field as their 30th album when I reviewed it earlier this year. Naturally, I went back and counted off all the band's studio albums by hand, and it turns out I was right all along. So, now the question is, which album is Robert Pollard not counting? At any rate, Guided by Voices streamed a live performance on July 17th from an empty venue in Pollard's hometown of Dayton, Ohio, which the band cheekily dubbed their 2020 World Tour. It will probably wind up being the only gig that GBV plays in support of their 30th or 31st album. So, if you're a fan, well, then I hope this wasn't the first you've heard about it. Of course, I'll be sure to review and play some music from the upcoming album on a future installment of Sounds Like Teen Spirit. Anyway, before GBV, I played Five Magics by Megadeth off their 1990 album Rust in Peace. High Five, Rock the Catskills by Beck off his 1996 album Odelay. Mach 5 by the Presidents of the United States of America off their 1996 album 2. Five O'Clock by Nonchalant off her 1996 album Until the Day. And Superhero Number 5 by Real Big Fish off their 1995 debut Everything Sucks. You're still listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit 5-Year Anniversary Edition on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. To like this show on Facebook, go to facebook.com slts2. Alright, next I'm going to review and play a song off of the brand new Bush album, The Kingdom. Pretty much since the fall of 2018, Bush frontman Gavin Rossdale had been promising that the band's next album would be a heavy one. It's a point he reiterated several times over the better part of the last two years. He claimed he was inspired by all these metal bands that Bush had been booked to play alongside at recent music festivals, and he was collaborating on some songs with former Marilyn Manson guitarist Tyler Bates. Last year, he offered the world a taste of what he'd been working on with Bates in the form of the album's lead single, Bullet Holes, making its debut on the John Wick 3 soundtrack. And based on that single, it appeared that Rossdale was making good on his promise. And then in March of this year, when the album was officially announced, the band issued the single, Flowers on a Grave. And it was another heavy Bush song that actually kind of reminded me of their mid-90s hit, Machine Head. Now that the entire album is finally available, I can attest that The Kingdom is indeed a heavy Bush album. The most consistently heavy album of their career, in fact. That's a large part of why it's my favorite Bush album of the post-reunion era, but admittedly, I wasn't terribly impressed with it in its first half. Amid the album's first five songs, which include the two aforementioned singles, there isn't a whole lot of musical variation. All five of those songs had pretty much the same tempo, the same kinds of guitar tones, and similar sounding passages. And while I was listening, I found myself thinking, okay, this is fine, but what else do you have to offer? Fortunately, 
Starting with song number six, we begin to get some different sounds out of the album, and the second half ends up being more varied, and therefore more interesting, than the first. Based on the impression I got from the initial singles, I went into The Kingdom expecting something more akin to the band's first two albums, which had a notably heavier, grungier guitar sound compared to all the albums that followed. But it turns out that's not the most accurate comparison. The guitars on this album are just too clean for that. Actually, I think the Bush album that The Kingdom has the most in common with is the band's 2001 album, Golden State. However, The Kingdom is definitely the heavier of the two albums. In fact, there's only one ballad on the entire album, which is unusual for Bush since they tend to dabble in balladry a lot more than that. Although I wouldn't have minded a couple more slow jams on The Kingdom to mix things up a little more, I realized that it would probably undercut the album's overall intent. To be heavier than the band has been before. To that, I say, mission accomplished. Ultimately, if you felt like Bush had gone soft with their last few albums, which no one would blame you for, I think you'll find the kingdom to be more your speed. Alright, this next song I'm going to play is currently my favorite from the album. It's a hard rocking song like pretty much all the rest, but it's also got more of a swagger to it. This song is called Send in the Clowns. Enjoy! Time. 
Yeah, one more statistic, funny they got ripped up 
struggling and strive. Keep a nine in my waistline. Take mine. You better bury me. G, poke ass chicken. Don't even worry me. See, I got a Glock that say fuck run the block. I'm the cop cause my gauge gets in Hey, as I sit and reminisce about the old days. Hugging on my AK. Okay, play. Hey, I say to get me to get they mine right. Until they do, I pop a clip and grip my nine tight. Now it's on. Every day could be my last day. That's why I blast on their ass and I pass. Let the glass break. First you had a mouth full of fronts. Now your mouth's full of trunks. Pops out from the blunts that have been a For the maniac, only thing I'm giving out is black donuts and dirty backs. Let me tell you how I'm fucking. I pop ish behind your back, get in your face and pop the same ish. You can't get in cause my gate's bigger. I'm a snake again. I act dogs, be so hard, I put the I'm trigger. I'm a cinch in a clinch, your punches like a pinch. Test the rhyme, I knock your hairline back an inch. They open up blue butts, cut them like coca. Choke them with my boot lace, then leave them hanging like old guns. Clip up and move out, time to get them. That's the result of we hook with the fifth venom and denim.
This is Silver Sprocket, host of Something Else, live every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on KBGA Missoula 89.9 FM. I feature avant-garde, electroacoustic, free jazz, and more creative music every week. You'll get to hear advanced new releases straight from the artists and record labels before anybody else and extensive interviews with the artists themselves. How about you give something else a try? Live every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. on KBGA Missoula, 89.9 FM, and streaming at kbga.org. Yeah. 
That was Rob Zombie with his 5,001st performance of the hit white zombie single, Thunder Kiss 65, off his 2015 live album, Spook Show International Live. Before it, I played 2 plus 2 equals 5 by Radiohead, off their 2003 album, Hail to the Thief. Five Deadly Venoms by Tupac, off his 1993 album, Strictly for My N-Words. High Five by They Might Be Giants, off their 2008 children's album, Here Come the One, Two, Threes. And Five More Days Till Summer by Lenny Kravitz, off his 2018 album, Raise Vibration. And that about wraps up a five-tacular edition of Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. I have been your host, Ian. What a journey these last five years have been, huh? Whether you've been following me for basically that entire time, or you discovered the show just recently in its newly revamped podcast form, I want you to know that I value and appreciate your support and listenership, and that even though new Sounds Like Teen Spirit episodes are fewer and further between now than they were early on, I have no intention of stopping the program anytime soon. In fact, I have some special episodes planned for later in the year that y'all are just going to have to wait and see about for the time being. To commemorate five years of Sounds Like Teen Spirit 2.0, I have decided it would be fitting to close out this episode with the song Five Years by Bjork off her 1997 album Homogenic. Here's to five years. Goodbye. You to name you something Well, I've got plenty You're the one who's missing out But you won't notice Until after five years If you live that long You'll wake up All loveless I
Come on.